Welcome to Next Gen Now with Rudina Cesare, your inside track to technology, innovation, and the startup world. Rudina bridges listeners with the brain trust of the business world, speaking with early adopters and industry-leading innovators. Each week, she gives you a backstage pass to the people designing, building, and marketing the companies, products, and services of the future. Now, WebmasterRadio.fm presents Next Gen Now with your host, Rudina Ciceri. Thanks for joining us. I'm Rudina Ciceri, partner at Fairhaven Capital, and I invest in technology startups. You can follow me on Twitter at Rudina11, or for those of you who don't know, that is R-U-D-I-N-A and the numbers 1 and 1. I welcome you, our listeners, to this edition of Next Gen Now. Today on the program, we will talk about the marketing technology landscape and how brands and enterprises can identify the right marketing technologies for their needs. My guests for today are the co-founders of Cabinet M, Anita Brierton and Cheryl Schultz. Anita Brierton is an experienced startup executive, having held CMO and CEO level positions for a number of technology and internet-based companies, from the early stage startups to large publicly traded companies. Her co-founder, Cheryl Schultz, is a deeply experienced business executive, having spent over 30 years working with a range of technology companies at various positions, from CMO to board director, advisor, and investor. In January 2014, Cheryl and Anita co-founded Cabinet M, a discovery platform for the marketing industry. With that, it is my pleasure to welcome Anita Brierton and Cheryl Schultz on NextGen Now. Anita and Cheryl, welcome. So I'm going to jump right in and talk a little bit about the CMO world. I mean, it is a widely held belief that the CMO role and the overall marketing function in the technology space has changed dramatically. You have both held that role and been in technology companies. Can we perhaps start with how the marketing function has become complex, in what ways, and how has it changed over the years? Maybe, Anita, you can get us started. Yes, certainly, Rudina. So the digital world has changed everything for marketing. The lines between marketing and sales have become very blurred, with somewhere between 57% and 100% of the sales process now happening before a customer ever touches a salesperson. So as a result, CMOs are now responsible for driving top-line growth, customer lifetime value, and reducing the cost of acquisition, which makes for an incredibly stressful job. As a result of this and the explosion in new digital marketing technology, the marketing plan has gotten really complex and is getting more complex every day. So when we look at what companies are doing, we're seeing that they're using anywhere from 20 to 100 digital marketing tools at any one time. And they're doing that to acquire, engage, and retain customers. And as they go through the process of defining their tools, they're constantly trying and testing new tools. Are they utilizing 20 to 100 because of lack of coordination within the marketing function or the group? Is it because they truly need to utilize that many? The number is scary. How can you keep track of 20 to 80 to 100 solutions? My goodness. Yeah, you're right. It's very scary. But, you know, the, plan, the, the marketing plan itself has gotten incredibly complex. If you think about what we've seen in the last 10 years in terms of how marketing has evolved, right? You started with your traditional marketing. Then we layered on social marketing, viral marketing, content marketing, email marketing. And as you 
create these layers to your marketing plan, there's lots and lots of tools associated with them. So fortunately or unfortunately, there's a need to have all of these tools and to organize them in such a way as to make it very easy to manage them and to watch the performance of them. So it's a very complex task today. And that's why there's lots of reports that say how stressful the life of the marketer is. And what about the whole notion that most marketers were not raised to be, you know, tech savvy? I mean, the marketing function was neither, as you highlighted, a revenue direct revenue generating function, nor a technology function or a data function. What about that piece? And how how are they digesting and understanding all the three letter acronyms that we throw in the technology world? <laughs> No, I think it's very difficult. It's become a very technical, very metrics-driven job. And so, you know, you see two components of it. One, you see the CMO embracing the overall strategy for the organization and its marketing plan. Um, You see CMOs hiring chief marketing technologists to help with the technical decisions. And then we see this emergence of a new wave of marketers that are very technical, metrics-driven digital marketers that are growing up as digital natives. And it takes all three pieces in order to construct a functional plan. So with that, what is Cabinet M, Anita? Maybe you can walk us through that. Certainly. So Cabinet M makes it easy for any digital marketer to confidently find and select the tools they need to be successful. We think of ourselves as a network platform for the marketing industry. And at the core of what we've built is the world's largest directory of digital marketing tools. We have over 3,000 tools on our platform, believe it or not. And by the time this interview airs, we will have launched our beta platform, and marketers will be able to find, save, and review the products that they find on our site. And how are you different than, if I may follow up, than all the, you know, LumaScape, and there is another one called Marketing Technology Landscape. The landscapes are out there. How are, you know, how how is Cabinet M different? Are you just one more landscaping platform? So I think, you know, the, these landscaping platforms like, those created by Luma Partners and Scott Brinker, have done a really excellent job of charting the overall market landscape for marketing technology. The diagrams do a great job of showing how the pieces of the technology fit together at the highest level. But what they don't do is help a marketer figure out what the right tool set is for their particular application and environment, and that's where we come in. So we start by giving marketers comprehensive profiles of each product and then help facilitate connections with vendors. Soon, we'll be able to provide recommendations on tools based on each user's profile. So we're really helping marketers get to the tools that make sense for them. I want to bring in Cheryl into this conversation. So Cheryl, what pain point are you seeking to address beyond the, okay, I need a loyalty tool. Let's make this a bit more concrete. I need a loyalty tool. And I am a marketer, and sure, I hear the 30 names or five names or whatever the right number of loyalty tools out there may be. Now, how does Cabinet M help me differently than a pure landscape piece of paper would? So, Regina, our initial focus is on helping marketers just find tools. And when we started the business, we thought there were somewhere around 1,000 marketing tools. And 20 months in, we've already cataloged more than 3,500. And what we've done is we've profiled those companies and those products so that marketers can look at what the key benefits are for each product. They can look at what the implementation looks like. They can understand how they benchmark those products. They can compare them 
side by side. So if someone were looking, for example, an advocate marketing tool, they could look at three side by side and see which one would best suit their requirements. And over time, what we're going to do is build a recommendation engine so that we can guide our users to products that will be useful in their particular environment. So if I have to worry about picking a tool rather than having to ask around the CIO and he, or my tech team as a CMO about if this tool I like fits in with my CRM system and my, I don't know, DSPs and DMPs, you will automatically make that available to them so they know they can pre-qualify which tools would fit well in the environment and use that as a layer of criteria. Did, did I understand that correctly, Cheryl? Yes. So what we're going to do is we're going to help marketers understand if they've already implemented, for example, a Marketo environment and they've taken the time to work with IT to implement that across the organization, we'll help them understand what other tools in various different categories work with Marketo. And they will also be able to reach out through the platform to speak with other folks about their experience in implementing those tools with Marketo or with Salesforce or with Eloqua or any one of the tools that they have in their environment. You know, the nature of tools is such that what works for one company won't necessarily work for another. And what works for one company today won't necessarily work well three months from now. That's why marketers need to continually look for new tools and test and try and test and try. And that's what we're going to enable. Got it. We need to take a break. But when we come back, I will continue my conversation with Anita Brierton and Cheryl Schultz, the co-founders of Cabinet M. Next Gen Now will return, staying ahead of the technology curve, after a word from our sponsors. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is authoritylabs.com. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, seen other SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. 
Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. We're back with more Next Gen Now, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Rudina Ciceri. Welcome back to Next Gen Now. I'm Rudina Ciceri, and I'm joined by Anita Brierton and Cheryl Schultz, and we've been talking about the complex marketing tech landscape and how Cabinet M is helping CMOs address that challenge. So continuing to focus a little bit more on Cabinet M, how are you helping new companies, the startups that are just emerging, sort of get profiled? How do they rise to the top when they have all the disadvantage of being small? They may have a cutting-edge technology, but they're small, and they're competing for attention with 3,500 other companies. Cheryl, can you perhaps tell us a bit more about that? Sure. So when companies come on to Cabinet and everyone goes through the same exact process. Claiming or creating a profile is simple. Companies come over and sign up on cabinetm.com. It's free. Everyone can create a profile, and they don't have to pay for that. We want them to showcase their value and connect with the right marketing companies. But the same way someone would go on to LinkedIn and look across different profiles, for example, on digital marketers, all of our profiles were templated to look the same. So if you're a large company, you don't have a larger profile than someone who is new. And what we do is we provide the same information and encourage all companies to fill their profiles out in entirety so that as marketers search on particular subjects, you are unearthed. And I'm curious, are you contemplating having some sort of rating system in the future? One could be sort of cutting-edge technology. One could be tried and true. Is there either a crowdsourced from the marketer's point of view rating system or one that you will apply? Have you ever thought about that? I think that would be an interesting idea. So we've already integrated reviews into the platform, and those will be a function of People reviewing based on how simple it is to implement how well something works in their environment. And because we provide everyone with the ability to characterize who they are, we collect a lot of data about the marketer so that as a digital marketer is looking for new tools, they can sort based on B2B, B2C. They can sort based on the type of organization they are, how large they are to find things that other marketers are using and to look across the ratings and see how well those products work for them. Over time, however, we'll also be doing a number of top 10 lists, top 10 companies that have free trials, top 10 companies that you can implement without your IT department, and on and on. I think one of the things that makes our platform very unique is that as marketers find tools and find information on our platform, they can save to virtual drawers in their own virtual cabinet, hence the name Cabinet M. And as marketers do that, over time, we'll be able to collect data on what marketers are using and what they're viewing so that we can start to create those lists of, you know, if you are a B2B company that is 50 million in revenue, 
in the telecoms industry. You know, these are the types of tools that are most commonly used. And we think, you know, as much as people like to see top 10 lists and we'll get there on those, we think being able to showcase very specific lists related to very specific environments will be really helpful. Anita, I've been using the term the CMO organization. You just referred to marketers. Who exactly within the marketing department of let's let's say of a brand is using this tool, or do you foresee using this tool? So I think there are two primary groups that will use this tool. The first are the digital marketing teams. Those are the folks that are looking for tools on a day-to-day basis, and they're tasked with implementing and managing those tools. So our goal for them is to make everything around tools discovery, qualification, implementation, and management easy. But the second audience for us is the CMO. So we've talked a lot about the CMO. For the CMO, the experience on Cabinet M will be slightly different. So the things that they care about, they care about staying on top of the latest trends in technology. They care about having access to fast information about lots of different tools and reviews around those tools. So when their digital marketing team comes to them and says, we'd like you to sign off on this purchase order for $100,000 for a major platform, they have the confidence to do that because they have the awareness Mm -hmm. of the landscape. So we see that as a very important feature of how our platform will be used. And then finally, one of the things that we're seeing starting to bubble to the surface is a use case. In very large organizations, CMOs are struggling to keep track of what all of the organizations around them are using. So if you're a big corporation and you have 30 different marketing groups around the world, it's really hard today to track who's using what and how well those tools are performing. So we're looking carefully at that use case as well. And could it possibly be that, in, at least aspirationally, Cabinet M becomes a dashboard for everyone within the marketing tech function, or the marketing tech is part of the broader marketing function, but that they utilize that dashboard as their daily mechanism for managing their tools and products? Is that part of your vision? It absolutely is. That's certainly what we want to be. Okay. And how are you getting this in the hands of brands? Is it a, both in terms of getting awareness, but more importantly, is this a SaaS model? Or how would a brand marketer get their hands on 3,500 companies filtered for their needs through Cabinet M? So the great news for the brand marketer today is that coming onto our platform is free, but we do ask okay. that you sign up. And once you sign up, you can build your virtual file cabinet and you can start searching and saving the information you find. You can also do side-by-side comparisons. So what we envision is down the road there will be a SaaS version of our platform, and that will be mostly around functionality that relates to team collaboration, where you're engaged as a team in looking for and qualifying tools. So it will be functions like RFP generation and things around qualification and implementation and performance management. But accessing the tool directory, finding all the information on the tools, that's free. You just have to sign up. And to continue on that thought, to elaborate on something that Anita said earlier, we're going to be collecting a lot of data about these marketers. And through our recommendation engine, once marketers come onto the platform and stay there, we'll be able to provide them a lot of information on what other folks like them are doing so that we can help them perform in their everyday jobs. Got it. And by the way, does the CIO organization also have to weigh in? Because we are talking, after all, about technology. 
do they get to use the cabinet M or is it specifically targeting just the marketer? So this is Anita, and what I would say is yes, I think there is a place for the CIO on our platform. So one of the things that we've started to do, if you look at the profiles that we're creating, the questions that we ask, some of them are very specific to the IT department. So we ask questions around installation complexity, installation time, training and support, customer support. And those are the things that are very important to the IT department that's working alongside the marketing department to implement the technology. So yes, we see them as an audience on our platform. And I think over time, we'll build out more and more information relevant to that audience specifically. Got it. Okay. Thank you. Well, now it's time to take another short break, but when we come back, we will talk about the excitement and trepidation of starting and founding a new company. Stay with us. Next Gen Now will return staying ahead of the technology curve after a word from our sponsors. Internet Marketing Inc. designs fully integrated digital programs that improve brand experiences and grow businesses through valuable data insights and strategy across all types of media. Paid, owned, and earned. Their digital experts nimbly adapt strategy by providing you a comprehensive view of your brand's online audience and program performance. If you are looking for a data-driven approach to online marketing and advertising, call Internet Marketing Inc. today at 866-563-0620 or visit internetmarketinginc.com. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Paywin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at internetmarketingninjas.com. We're back with more Next Gen Now, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's Rudina Ciceri. Welcome back to Next Gen Now. I'm Rudina Ciceri, and I've been talking to Anita Brierton and Cheryl Schultz. So I am going to shift gears, Anita and Cheryl, from the sort of notion of what Cabinet M and its platform offers for brands and marketing technology companies across the U.S. and globally to talk a little bit about how two very experienced executives who have gone through all sorts of entrepreneurial settings throughout their careers and you've held many senior roles one beautiful day decide to start a company and found it on your own. I mean, you know, oftentimes I get to talk with the 20-sums who 
have all the naivete in the world as well as the passion and you have no shortage of passion but you bring a lot of experience what was that impetus that pushed you from being executives in startups and large companies to being prolific angels to now being founders of your own company how did you come about that okay so we get mm-hmm. asked that a lot Regina, because it isn't really common for angel investors to jump back into the crazy environment of a startup, you know, people tend to laugh and ask us why we aren't off just enjoying summer homes. The truth is we had to do this. We saw these problems in our everyday work life. The problem of finding the right marketing tools is really acute, and we believe it's only going to get worse over time as the number of tools continues to increase. Anita, in her role running a company with three digital marketers working for her, constantly watched them looking for tools, and they were experienced, and they were having a hard time doing it, and they were testing and trying and testing and trying, and they had nowhere to go. I was working with a number of marketing technology companies sitting on boards as both a director and an advisor, and what I saw was the difficulty in reaching the right marketer inside of organizations. And when we sat down and talked about this, we realized there was a huge opportunity to help the marketing industry. But is it, was it a decision that the two of you arrived at over time talking more and more about the problem, or did one of you have the, have the epiphany and pulled the other one and said, let's just jump off this cliff and let's do it together? <laughs> well, I'll tell you the, the funny story. The, the real truth to this, this is Anita, is that we were ready to do something, and so we went off separately to think about some ideas of problems that we wanted to tackle. And when we came to the table with our two respective PowerPoints, we had the same issue identified. So that was a very good signal. So let's speak of that on that signal that both of you were of the same mind on the problem you wanted to solve. Having co-founders in a company is very much like a marriage, perhaps a business marriage, but nonetheless a intertwined relationship with many, many independencies. Uh, you've been in this on this road for what since January for over a year and a half now, almost two years. What words of wisdom would you have about entrepreneurs that are contemplating having co-founders and selecting their partners? And maybe both of you can tackle this question your own way. Great. So I think what you want to do is look for someone with complementary skill sets. There's a lot of work to get done, and being able to divide and conquer is tremendously valuable. I cannot imagine having taken on this myself, and I can't imagine having done it without Anita. You want to make sure you can work with someone around the clock and during periods of high stress, and there's a lot of high stress in starting these businesses. They don't go from A to Z the way you plan. We are very different personalities, so we decided to give our partnership a test run by taking over the leadership of our angel group, Golden Seeds Boston, for two years to see how well we functioned as a team. Fortunately for us, that worked really well. Yeah, and weighing in from my perspective, I think one of the things that I tell people these days is make sure that you find a partner where the ego and the emotion get left at home, where you can work with somebody where that's not a factor. You know, being able to challenge each other's ideas and thinking really gets you to a better place much faster than if you need to have to worry about each other's 
feelings. I mean, we're very direct with one another and frequently challenge each other. For us, that's served us really well. It's made us really efficient. It's made us really concrete in our thinking. And then I presume underlying all that is mutual respect and trust to be able to challenge somebody and not worry that you have hurt their feelings because the trust is implicit, correct? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. So we're running short on time, but I cannot resist asking a last question, which actually warrants probably its own show. But what are your thoughts on women in tech? I mean, uh, are women managing to break through the glass ceiling, found companies like you have done, raise funds? I can tell you how many times I get asked that question from the chair I sit in as a partner in a venture capital firm making investments. But in, I have my own views, but I'd love to throw this out to you, too, since you've been in the tech industry all your lives and now have your own company. Are we making it through? Well, you know, here's what I would say. I would say there's definitely been progress, and I think there is definitely an opportunity for women. But it's not easy being a, a female entrepreneur, and I think the performance bar is, quite frankly, higher in starting a company. You know, we just don't fit the stereotype of the hoodie-wearing young male that everyone expects to see. Not, by the way, that there's any statistics to support that stereotype being a better entrepreneur than someone else. But I do think there's progress. Cheryl, you know, what would you say? You know, so what I'd say is that we've been fortunate to have developed a network of gender-neutral colleagues who've supported us in this journey so far with capital, with advice, and with connections. You know, we don't know what raising our Series A will hold, and we're buckling in for the long haul, and we're hoping that we will not be stymied by the fact that we're female entrepreneurs. Well. With that, um, it is my hope that, in fact, um, we do see more female entrepreneurs, if nothing else, because by not doing so, we're leaving out 50% of the population. Well, I'd like to thank you both, Anita Brereton and Cheryl Schultz from Cabinet M, for joining me on this show. I'd like to thank my producer, Brasco, for another great episode. And, of course, as always, I thank you, our listeners, for partaking in this edition of Next Gen Now. New episodes of Next Gen Now air every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern and 1 p.m. Pacific. If there is a topic you'd like for me to cover, please tweet me at Rudina11. That is R-U-D-I-N-A and the number 1 and 1. I am Rudina Ciceri, and I look forward to speaking with you next time right here on Next Gen Now. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.